KINY, where you don't miss a thing. Time once again for Capital Chat. And I have in the studio today people from the amazing bookstore here in Juneau. And if you don't know about it, well, you're about to find out about it. I have Betsy Longenbaugh, volunteer for the amazing bookstore in here. And Louise Miller, she coordinates the store hours, also on the board as well and does a lot. Welcome to the studio, you two. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So let's get this straight right out the gates, I guess. (laughs) What is the amazing bookstore and where is it located? The Amazing Bookstore is a truly a gem of Juno. It's located in the airport mall, um, which is near the airport, <laughs> most uh, next to AIH. I guess that's probably that's a good the way. most. Yeah, um, we're at the other end of the of the mall, and um, we have been an amazing bookstore since 1991. So that's a good long time that we've been supporting the um, public libraries in Juno. Um, well, what we do is we accept books. People bring in their books um, from everywhere about everything. We sort them, we price them, and we sell them at very inexpensive prices to um, people throughout the community. Actually, a lot of people who visit us come, too, because it's so close to the airport. They can just walk over there and get a book. We don't um, alphabetize them except sort of generally. So when you go in, you don't know what you're going to find, and you might have a little hard time finding it. But I can promise you, if you go in thinking you're going to find one thing, you will find five other things you really, really want. (laughs) It's a store for anybody who loves books. So who runs the Amazing Bookstore exactly? Like what organization oversees this? Well, the the Friends of the Library oversee us, but we have a committee of six people who make decisions about how the bookstore is run. And, and of those six people, we manage the back of the store and the front of the store. We, a while ago, well, pre-COVID, <laughs> um, we were open seven days a week and... I don't know how if we were open from 10 until 6 after COVID. I mean, and through COVID, we had to close for a while. And then now we opened back up again. Um, and when we were open, our volunteers all pretty much worked the same hours. So we all knew each other really well. Um, about three or four months ago, we had an event at the store because we're starting to get, you know, back into normal hours. We called it the life cycle of a book. And so what happens is the book is donated by generous people in town. The books are then taken to a sorting room, which is a very small little room. And then there's a cadre of people who go through that sorting room and they divide those books into piles that then go to the back room where there's other volunteers that then look through the books, price them, and then stock them out in the store. And then... The desk people, the front end store people, are the ones who are in charge of running the sh- the store when it's open, and you know, taking in the money and helping people find that one book that they're looking for if they could possibly do that. Um, part of bringing the books in, you know, some of the books we get we cannot use; they're just they're just not for just us. Tattered and torn, or not for you? Yeah, yeah. And, and they smell like mildew. Hard to believe in Juno, but sometimes <laughs> yeah. that happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we really don't want that to happen. And we really would like it if people would be a little bit more careful in what they bring to us. But we, you know, we still do that. So then, at the end of the time, when a book cannot be sold, it has to go to recycling. So we have others, you know, that take care of the recycling part of it. So that's the life cycle of the book. Some of the books that we have, um, Betsy's going to talk about the places that we 
outreach to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which actually that was my next question, yeah. Betsy. I was wondering where do the, some of these books go? Do they just stay in this location? Do they go out to other places? Well, or? we have some fantastic outreach programs that people don't know about. For example, we mail kids' books to uh, remote communities up north. We have a volunteer who has volunteered for years. She was a retired teacher, and she's volunteered up north in up north villages. And so she, she with the financial assistance of the friends, mails boxes of books up to these little communities. So kids up there have books. We um, give them to give them uh, at discounted rates or free to teachers and homeschool teachers. Uh, we give books to the jail. We give books to uh, the different libraries. So if you go into a library and you want a paperback and you don't want to check something out or you don't have a card, you can buy a 50-cent book at the libraries. We take them out to the ferry terminal for people getting on board the ferry terminal. And my daughter, who's a nurse, takes the books over. She has a bunch of books she takes to the hospital. So there are books kind of all over the community. If you see a rack of paperback books in Juneau, chances are really, really good they come from the amazing bookstore. In addition to the book outreach, we also have a um, gift certificate that we give children under the age of 12. So if you bring your kid to the amazing bookstore, they will get a $2 gift certificate for their use. They can choose to use it however they want. If they want to buy a gift for mom and dad, that's fine by us. Um, but we're encouraging. We want to encourage kids to get in the habit of finding books out there too. So um, it's 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 a it's a great community resource. But we've had a problem since we reopened from COVID. We've lost volunteers between COVID, our closing and reopening. Like people moved, people just can't do it anymore. Um, it's typically our volunteers are retired, not all of them, but most of them. So um, we've lost people, and we consequently have not been able to expand our hours to where they were before COVID, which we really want to do. So our plea today is know about the store if you don't know about it, and if you're interested in volunteering, please come in the store and fill out a volunteer application. Which leads me to my next question. That's all you have to do to volunteer is just come in and fill out an application? Fill out an application, and then it's given to another volunteer <laughs> who will vet that person um, by calling the references that they have on it, and that's about it. Um, and we need people in the back room who maybe don't particularly want to deal with the public, so they're in the back room and they're doing the sorting and that kind of stuff, which is so necessary. And then we also need people at the desk so that we can expand our hours um, we used to be, we, when we were open seven days a week, we would have one person per shift, but we would have three shifts a day. Now we're only open in five days a week, and some of the shifts we have to have two people per shift, and we've shortened our hours from 10 to 6. Now they're just 10 to 4. So five days, 10 to 4, we really want to expand that so that we can get open seven days a week. And if people, my next question is, I guess, how does this support local libraries around too? Because I heard you mention that earlier. So I guess, what is the the partnership between you guys and the local libraries? So all our revenues go to the friends and the friends then support activities of the library. So I had the library manager told me, director told me about four years ago that every program that they do at the library that is not paying for salary or 
the building is funded by the Friends. Oh, wow. So every every special program, every outreach program, so programs they have at the John o. Johnson Youth Center have been funded by the Friends, replacing furniture. We just, our funds just went to replace furniture at the Douglas Library. So we, we do capital kinds of improvements, but we also do program funding. So it's a really essential part of the programs that are offered by the Juno Public Libraries. Well, I think Friends of the Library has a bigger reach than some people realize yeah. then if they're looking after this, looking after all the library funds around there. So, you know, a very important group that all ties back to the amazing bookstore. Book <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I, I told Louise, a friend of mine said to me recently, you know, a lot of business titles don't really reflect what they are, but the amazing bookstore is genuinely amazing. <laughs> I always take our down, out-of-town visitors out there and they always find treasures and they're always amazed. Oh, yeah. No, actually, uh, I think it was last month I was waiting for a haircut and got myself a uh, three-book series of the uh, um, Lord of the Rings saga. It was still in plastic, too. It was like like brand new. I was like, oh, this is a sweet find. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's always like that. You always find treasures. So our volunteers love books. Um, and that's kind of the criteria. <laughs> yeah, that, was about, that was my very next question, man. Yeah. Betsy, you were on top of this. Was Yeah, I guess, is there any criteria or someone yeah. you're particularly looking for? I guess just a love for books love in the community, books, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And working the desk, I'm not an extrovert per se, but working the desk can be really fun because people come in and nobody has a negative thing to say about the store. It's always just, we love you. We're so glad you're here. This is amazing for me. I love this experience. So so even if you're not really a people person, working the front desk can be really fun and rewarding. Mm-hmm. One more time, if people want to be a part of this, a f- part of the amazing bookstore that's over the airport mall over by AIH, how can they do that? Just stop in the store and ask for a volunteer application. And, of course, stop in the store and check out all the great books, too, yeah. especially if you're looking for some more kids' <laughs> stories and things like that. They even have some free bins, too, that I like to go through they and see what's there. Do. My wife's a teacher, so that's something I'm always looking for yep. her for. So yep. I want to thank you for all the hard work you two are doing with the amazing bookstore. And let's get some volunteers over there. Go fill out your form today, and hopefully you can start volunteering for the amazing bookstore. I want to thank Betsy Longenbaugh, volunteer at the amazing bookstore, and Louise Miller. She coordinates the store hours, and she's also on the board as well. Thank you, two, for coming in here, and let's get some volunteers. Oh. Thank Great. you very Thanks. much. so much, Dano. We remember, really appreciate it. Remember, you can download past episodes of Capital Chat over at KINYradio.com.